Aloha, welcome to Condo Insider, where this week we're going to talk about budgeting for 2023. I think we all know by watching the news what a challenging time businesses, governments, everyone is facing with the dramatic rise in inflation, the issues regarding the, the great resignation, people not wanting to work. And we've certainly had across the country major perils such as the Hurricane Ian and the fires in California, those types of things. And all of those have had a very negative effect, not only on the economy, but businesses. And for all practical purposes, a condo is a business. So what I wanted to say to you is that you should be prepared for challenging times in preparing the 2023 budget. And we're going to talk about those today and give you some insights on what's happening with other Hawaii condos with regard to their budgeting process. Some of you may know I act as a consultant and uh, on budgets as well as reserve studies. And I have some insight to see what others are doing. And maybe that will be useful to you. Maybe it won't, but I'm going to share that with you anyway. But Let's begin by saying it's challenging times. And we sticking your head in the sand and ignoring the truth is not going to serve you well. So anyway, as a short start, let's review the current condo law on budgets. The first of all, 514B, which is the, the basic document or the basic law for condominiums in Hawaii, requires a board to do an annual budget and distribute it to the owners. And if there's going to be a maintenance fee increase, provide a minimum of 30 days notice. So that's pretty basic. But you know, there's some confusion on that. Let me give you an example. So what if your bylaws say you have to give 90 days notice, not 30 days as the law stipulates? which one is the ruling document? Well, the answer is going to be the 90 days in your bylaws because by complying with your bylaws, you certainly have complied with state law, which is the minimum of 30 days by, in this case, giving 90 days notice. So the one that has the more stringent requirement that still complies with state law is the one that's going to take, take responsibility. So you have to be careful to make sure when you look at the law, you also look at your bylaws and your governing documents to make sure that everything is in comport. So when you look at this budgeting issue, you go out and you put together a budget and you distribute to your owners with 30 days notice, if there's a maintenance fee increase or more, if that's required by your bylaws, and you hopefully live happily ever after. The problem is that you also have to comply under 514B-148 with the reserve study requirements. Reserve studies are an annual requirement as a part of the budget. And even though Act 62 was recently passed, talking about having a reserve study uh, reviewed by a professional not less than every three years, that's a different issue, which I'll get into a little bit later uh, on this particular show. But the reality is you have to do a budget, but nowhere in the law does it say you can't amend your budget. 
So what happens if after you've done your budget, you've issued the uh, budget, and later on during the year, something unusual happens, do you have the ability to amend your budget? Of course you do. It happens all the time. In fact, I'm the number one advocate of associations when they're working on their budget at year end, and they don't know certain information for either a major capital replacement or some other issue that's important, I've often recommended that they adopt their budget and at the same time a, a note on the budget that it will be amended in the future once the information uh, that you need is discovered is available to you. So there's nothing that cements this in concrete that prevents you from amending your budget at a later date. You certainly want to try to meet your fiscal year requirements. Usually that's near year end, December 31. And you want to get your notice out as soon as possible. Well, if there's no increase in maintenance fees, you can send the notice out or the budget out a week before the beginning of the new year. In fact, you know, under the law, you don't need to submit a budget to the owners until uh, before the annual meeting. Well, that being said, you know, you need to raise your maintenance fees or in this case, this year, probably true um, to make sure you have enough cash and income to support paying all your bills on time. So the risk of doing amended budgets are you adopt the budget for 2023 and the state law says that if that budget turns out to be wrong by more than 20%, that is, the budget itself, which means your maintenance fees are 20%, that you would have to then pass a board resolution telling the owners why you have to raise the maintenance fees by 20% or more and submit it with the resolution to the notice of the owners when you do the assessment or the increase in fees. So there's some risk in the sense that you don't get a free pass. What's often misunderstood about that is, let's just say you have a reserve study and, and your obligations are as an association to put $10,000 a month as reserve contribution. It's in your budget at $10,000. Within the reserve study itself, you budgeted half a million dollars for the roof and it turns out it costs 700,000. Well, that's certainly more than 20% increase on the reserve roof component. But that's not what the intent of that statute is. It's the whole budget as a whole. Now, if you're totally wrong on your reserves and there's a major capital expense and the 10,000 a month should be much more, 20,000, 30,000 a month, and it causes your maintenance fees to go up by more than 20%, then in fact, you would have to do that particular issue. And that is notify the owners that uh, pass a resolution why it was unexpected and and why you have to raise the fees to that level. So there are some checks and balances on this, but when you look at the budget as a whole, you know, you have to look at it and say, okay, we got to do a budget. We have to have the income and expenses. We have to have a reserve contribution and we have to cover all of our bills and paying all of our bills. You know, and the, I can tell you from years of experience, for some reason, some boards have this philosophy they've done a bad job if they have to raise the maintenance fees. Well, it seems impractical when you think you're doing what we call a zero-sum budget. You're collecting just enough money to pay your bills as known in 2023, 
plus your reserve contribution to the prayer reserve study. Why you wouldn't think inflation and those types of things would impact the following year's maintenance fees, if not, in some cases, the current year's maintenance fees. So I don't know why you, boards often think they're doing a bad job that they um, don't raise the maintenance fees. In fact, I'm, I know of a project right now that bragged that they haven't raised their maintenance fees in seven years. Well, what they've done is they've contributed each year less and less money to the reserve fund because that's how they got the paid electricity and other bills on time. So they, in essence, yeah, they lived off the cash flow, but they didn't fund the reserves as required by law. And in that case, that particular association is on the verge of a $5 million assessment because now they have a major problem and they have to fix it. And they have no money. But if they collected it all along a little bit of time from each owner every month, every year for years, they wouldn't have this issue today. And if you don't think that's a potential liability, I'll get into that a little bit later. But, but the reality of it is people are getting angry about these special assessments and or loans because you didn't do the right thing as a board. So let's look at 2023, what you can expect before we take a break. You know that inflation is going through the roof. The major expenses we see changing and you have to budget for would be number one, your property insurance. I have projects today that their property insurance has gone up 44%. Now, when you look at insurance, property insurance in particular, and you get an insurance company writes your policy for insurance, and let's just say they insure your building for $50 million. Well, what they do when they insure it through a particular insurer, that insurer sells part of his risk to what they call a reinsurance company. So these, these, there are these huge reinsurance companies out there that your insurer is depending on to help cover the risk if you had a fire or hurricane or flood or whatever it may be, some major, major expense. Well, that's good, but if you look at the America, and you look at all the things we faced, particularly with Hurricane Ian, other hurricanes, fires in California. Anyway, you look at that, the reinsurers have had to deep, dig deep into their pockets with billions of dollars of losses. And now they need to recover that. So they're increasing their rates, which is then going on to your insurer, who's increasing your rates. And like I said, in some cases, I've seen that as high as 44% increases. And the only way you can know is ask your insurer what to expect, because whether you're wood frame or concrete, and when your policy renewed, all will have an effect on what kind of increase you can expect. Well, we all have common utilities, electricity, maybe gas, water, sewer. We all know those costs are going through the roof. The cost of oil has gone through the roof. So we all know that that's a problem. So you have to expect your utility costs for your common utilities are going to go up dramatically. And that's going to have to be in your budget. You're going to have to talk to somebody about how that is going to be affected. Then we have the great resignation where nobody wants to work. So there's tremendous demand on employees and wages 
and to be able to retain your good employees, what you might have to do in the form of wages. I have a project that increased their general manager's salary by 22% because of the fact they didn't want to lose him. He's really good. And there's a competitive demand out there for hiring good people. In some ways, there's a competitive demand finding somebody who's willing to work. I haven't quite figured that out yet because I come from an old school where the, the only way you were able to pay your bills is by working. So I must have missed something somewhere because it's just, I just don't understand it. And when you look at other costs, your vendors are having the same problems that increases. So they're going to increase your costs. Your contracts are going to go up. Your medical insurance, if you have employees, are going to go up. So you need to go into 2023 with a very detailed and serious and conservative look at your operating budget because you have to cover these costs and you have to look at the risks and the downside if you don't do so. On that note, we're going to take a short one-minute break and then we're going to come back and talk about reserve studies and how that applies to the budget. I'm back and I've probably given you an upset stomach and ruined your day telling you what you already know is that inflation is going to take a hard hit on condominium maintenance fees uh, this year. But the other side of the coin beside the operating expenses, which I briefly alluded to in the first half of the show, is the reserve study. People don't seem to get still to this day that the reserve study is a requirement of the law. You have to do it annually, and it has great impact on what kind of costs and assessments you're going to have as an owner down the way. The, the, the holy grail is you're properly funding your reserves, so when you have the money and it comes due to fix the roof or the paint job, whatever it may be, that um, you have the money and it's not a problem. I can tell you from historical averages that the average high-rise condominium in Hawaii of uh, of a age of greater than 10 years, that the average reserve study contribution per unit on an average is between 200 and $250. I can tell you that I have smaller projects who are very well funded that they charge $500 a month in the budget for reserve studies. I see too many projects that are charging $100 or $75 or $125 per reserve study. The easiest litmus test you can take is take your reserve study contributions 
and divided by the number of units. And if you're north of $200, you're probably maybe okay. If you're under $200, you're probably not okay. And you're going to have problems down the road. You know, I see too many reserve studies where I look at the contributions. I was looking at one today where the contributions, a big, a very big price, by the way, where the contributions are 1.5 million a year or it's 700 units. But if you look at every year for the next 30 years, it goes up by 6% every year. So it's like $3 million 30 years from now. And so that should tell you that the reserve contributions are going to double over that period of time. And that should tell you that on your budget for the reserve contribution portion alone, you've got to increase at 6% every year to make it work. I don't particularly like that strategy. I like what I call the holy grail where you have the same number for the 30 years because most of the software includes inflation and these things already. So when I talk to uh, boards about reserve studies, I push them towards what I call a single reserve study amount that won't change for 30 years because the study itself absorbs all the future costs and inflation of all those items itself. But what happened is because we've had huge problems and, uh, and huge complaints by owners getting the loans, the special assessments, fees on top of the maintenance fees going up two or $300 a month, they're all complaining to the legislature. So the legislature acted with Act 62 in this last session. And Act 62 basically did two things. Number one, it made where in the past it was 20 year cash flow projection, they made it a 30 year cash flow projection. The reason behind that, in my opinion, is twofold. Number one, national standards on reserve study public policy is 30 years. That coincides with national policy. Two, it was too easy for boards to say, well, that elevator is going to wear us 20, last 25 years, so I don't need to put that in the reserve study. Or that central air conditioning system, that's going to last 25 years more with the maintenance. And they were able to get around putting all the components necessary in the reserve study. And so the legislature said, well, we're going to follow national policy, which is 30 years, which makes it more difficult for an item to be excluded. The second thing is because the law today and still today does not require you to hire professionals to do the reserve study, even though it's a very complicated set of documents and assumptions, even though there's software out there that gives you every capability of finding the most efficient way to charge your owners. A lot of boards simply do it themselves. They may have their management company do it, but they're, Management companies basically disclosing that they didn't do a reserve study. They're just taking the board's information. And so what's happened is all these loans and assessments are, are hitting this and the reserve studies, basic premise of the components and the lives and the costs were, were wrong and severely understated. So what this new law says, Act 62, beginning January 1, 2023, is A, you have to project 30 years if you're doing cash flow. And number two, not less than every three years, you have to have an independent certified reserve specialist. That's not the exact words of the law, but that's what it basically means. Review your reserve study. So you have an independent person saying, 
is your reserve study passing the litmus test? And I doubt very seriously most of these self-grown reserve studies will pass the litmus test. So the question is going to be when your independent third party comes to you and says, your reserve study's wrong, are you going to say, well, we appreciate we had the independent review, but we're going to ignore it and do nothing? Or are you going to say, well, we have this legal obligation to maintain the building and assess appropriately? And you're going to see greater demand to raise maintenance fees to cover these reserve contributions as this law gets some teeth and sinks in and boards are forced to uh, look at the reserve study uh, more intelligently. And I guess my basic question is why wait till the future and you get caught? Why not make that a part of your agenda for January 1, 2023? There are techniques within the reserve study methodology that you can phase in this to make it less painful. But I'm working with a project today that their reserve study um, was interesting. It actually has very solid uh, uh, $15,000 a month contributions uh, forevermore. But at the same time, one of their components was drastically wrong. And so now they're looking at a million and a half dollar assessment. The good news is that component was in the reserve study at a future date, and they could actually borrow the money, pay the principal and interest by using the reserve study funds or reserve contributions, then restore after the loan is paid off the contributions and get out of this without pain and without an increase to the owners. But what's going to happen with reserve studies, you're going to see more and more liability. I see it all the time in litigation where new owners are buying in and saying, I didn't know we were going to have a big increase. You had an obligation to all these years, Mr. Boards and prior boards and prior, prior boards to properly do the reserves and collect the money. And now I, as a new owner, am being assessed for all of your bad decisions. And I'm, I'm having to pay for all those other owners when they live there who should have paid for it. <clears throat> so I guess my message to all of you is, is that I don't think, I see too often that boards typically to have professional managing agents kind of go through the budget with a view towards keeping everything as cheap as possible, getting by with the least increase and not dealing with the truth and what the facts are, which you need. I can tell you now, I can't tell you how many, but I have worked in 2020, on 2023 budgets with countless associations, helping them get through this and have a plan that's affordable, but still meets the tests and the criteria of what they have to do. And the average increases are running on total maintenance fees between 14 and 22% so far. And that's not including some associations that had a loan on top of that to catch up for something in the past. So my message to all of you is, is that this budgeting cycle is gonna be a very critical thing for you this year. And I don't think boards are going to escape liability as if the budget is totally wrong and you continue to sweep things under the rug, not blaming any of you for doing that. But I have to tell you, I've done this a long time and I would have to say more people sweep it under the rug than actually address what the right numbers are, are going to be. So starting in 2023, you have an obligation of reserves to project 30 years. And in 2023, you have a and an obligation to hire an independent reserve professional. And I think that's going to be really interesting because the law is somewhat unclear on what happens if 
you don't adopt that reserve study professional's recommendations. And I'm not quite sure also, to be honest with you, if I was a reserve study professional and I was asked to do a review, how much depth I could say if I didn't have trust in the components or lives, replacement costs, and these types of things, other than to say, reserve study is no good, they need to do a level one reserve study, the information is incomplete and inadequate to uh, accurately forecast the reserves, which will throw it back on the reserves to do a level one reserve study. You know, level one reserve studies for projects run, I'm gonna say on an average three to $5,000 for a level one. After you do a level one, you don't need to do another level one for about five years and updates are about 500 to 1,000 a year. The conscientious thing to do would be to say, it's my obligation as a board to do this correctly, to do this legally, and to think about getting a professional to do your, to do your reserve study. Your goal under the law is not to keep the maintenance fees low and not assess the owners appropriately. Your obligation under the, under the law is to determine what the common expenses truly are, what the reserve study contributions truly are, and assess the owners accordingly. And I would remind you that under the statute, different from Florida, they had the big two, well, one collapse and another building evacuated now. <clears throat> you have an obligation under Hawaii law to maintain the building. So you're not going to be able to escape if you have intentionally ignored the spalling and you had a severe problem like that, you're not going to be able to escape liability because the law says you have that obligation to do it. If you didn't do all the things I'm suggesting in this in this uh, show today, you're exposing yourself to personal liability down the road, in my opinion. I think that's the future of litigation in condo world. It's going to be budget and reserve study issues. So I'm sorry that I ruined your day today because I have to tell you, you're going to tough times. The world is in tough times. These are tough economic times, but you have an obligation to prepare an honest, true, and accurate budget, an honest, true, and accurate reserve study, and you might as well face it, address it, deal with it, and do the right thing. So thank you for watching Condo Insider today. Look forward to seeing you again in the future, and I hope this information was helpful. Aloha. Thank you so much for watching Think Tech Hawaii. If you like what we do, please like us and click the subscribe button on YouTube and the follow button on Vimeo. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn, and donate to us at thinktechhawaii.com. Mahalo.